What's going on? Matt Savoka here from Awesomeo.com, bringing you the FanDuel Super Bowl 56 contenders video, the top plays for the final game of the 2021-22 NFL season. Should be an excellent, excellent game this Sunday, 6.30 Eastern from Los Angeles SoFi Stadium. The Rams, despite having a game at their home stadium, are technically the away team against the Cincinnati Bengals, but as you would expect, playing a game in their home stadium they are favored by four and a half points in this 48 and a half point total game before we get into all the analysis for FanDuel just want to remind you guys go ahead and like this video subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell so that you always know when we're going live you guys know what to do and if you could give me Matt Savoka a follow on Twitter at Draftaholic that would be much appreciated as well we'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor FanUp today's show is sponsored by FanUp and if you haven't checked them out yet now is the best time to do so they've got all sorts of contests for the Super and for the NBA this week, when you use promo code AWESOMO, you can sign up and get $25 free to bet in your account and 2,000 bonus points when you use that promo code again, which is the equivalent of $20 again to use for bets, no deposit required. Get started by clicking the link in the video description below and get started on the FanUp app today. Okay, guys, here on the screen, you see my 10 through 6 of my top plays for FanDuel. A lot of good names here. Tyler Boyd, he's the third receiver, but his snap share is among the top in the NFL, at least in the regular season, and his route participation rate is above 90%. He's in the optimal lineup, 30%. Van Jefferson, a much bigger play receiver with much less volume and a much lower snap share on the Rams comes in at 32%, but he is a much, much more volatile option compared to Boyd. He's either going to drastically underperform or overperform expectations where Boyd is a much more steady play. Speaking of steady plays, Joe Mixon will likely get the most opportunities in this contest here. He could easily see 20 and maybe even 25 if playing well, but the salary is tough here on FanDuel and that's what's making him come in a little bit lower, just a 36% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Cam Akers, who's probably going to get less overall volume, but might find himself in a better game environment, is actually in the optimal lineup more often. Now, he's missed practice in the days leading up to the Super Bowl, but Coach Sean McVay expects him to play. Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle will mix in, but Akers is still in the optimal lineup 38% of the time. And then there's Odell Beckham, who's caught all but three passes in this postseason. He's been really excellent down the stretch for this team, but make no bones about it. There is another player on his own team who makes that wide receiver core go. While Odell Beckham is a solid play here, he is not in the top five this week. In the optimal lineup, a solid 41%, but coming in at number six. Who makes the top five? Let's watch and find out. At number five, it's wide receiver T. Higgins for the Cincinnati Bengals. And while Jamar Chase is getting all the accolades, just one rookie of the year this season, second-year receiver T. Higgins has been almost as impressive, even as the second option on his own team in the receiving core. He's got 14.9 yards per reception, which is essentially the same exact average he had during the regular season when he was targeted 110 times total for 1,091 yards. He had an 103-yard game last week, and 
and that's after a 96-yard game against the Tennessee Titans in the divisional round. He's been great after that 10-yard dud of a performance in the wildcard round, and the projection compared to salary-based expectations, particularly on FanDuel, look really good for T. Higgins. He's got a solid 16% chance of scoring over 25 fantasy points. I mean, he scored a crazy fantasy score, over 190 receiving yards in week 16 of the regular season, so we know what the ceiling is like. And yeah, over a third of our simulations having have him scoring under 10 fantasy points, but I don't think that's happening here. I think T easily gets between 12 and 20 points with a solid ceiling. He is in the optimal lineup 44% of the time. At number four, it is wide receiver Jamar Chase. The winner of the NFL's Rookie of the Year Award has a pretty high salary here, 12,000, and he's got a tough matchup. The LA Rams were the best team in of all teams qualifying for the playoffs in PFF's team defensive grades. And while the Bengals have played well, on offense. I don't know if Jalen Ramsey is really going to give up as many big plays as we've seen Jamar Chase make. Still, we know that the ceiling is absolutely there for the first year wide out. And Chase has been incredible over the course of this entire postseason. He had 116 yards in the wild card round, 109 in the divisional round. And so six of nine, catching six of nine targets for 54 yards is actually a pretty down game that he had last week. Chase probably has a chance to bounce back just based on opportunity. He has a median projection of over 15 FanDuel fantasy points. And a third of our projections actually show him scoring 25 fantasy points. But another third of our projections have him at under 10 fantasy points. I think that volatility is correct, and it really helps you understand just how wide the range of outcomes here is for Chase, both positive and negative. He is the optimal, he's an MVP play 13.3% of the time, and an optimal flex play 35% of the time, putting him in the optimal lineup a solid 48% of the time, making him the number four overall play. At number three, Joe Burrow. The quarterback has had a solid playoffs, but... I think quarterback wins are being overrated a little bit here. Yes, he played cool under pressure for sure. And considering the amount of times he's been sacked in this postseason, his numbers are honestly very impressive. But he threw for just 6.6 .6 yards per attempt, a total of 250 yards passing on 38 passes last week. Not taking anything away from Burrow and his postseason. And I mean, just the game before that, he threw for 348 yards. But this is a really really tough matchup against the number one graded team according to PFF at least this season. His 19.1 median projection is a little low for that 15,000 salary so we're really searching for ceiling and obviously the way that this game goes against the uh, suggested spread if the Bengals pull off the upset, it's probably because Joe Burrow overperformed. And so it's solid to see a 45% chance of him scoring 25 fantasy points here. But he's only the optimal MVP play 8.7% of the time. That's probably lower than you expected. Still, he's a quarterback on a one-game slate. He's getting into that optimal flex spot plenty over 40% of the time in our simulations. But that is what's lowering his overall optimal lineup percentage. He comes in at number three in the optimal 
optimal lineup just 49% of the time. At number two, it's quarterback Matthew Stafford. And yes, the salary is a little bit higher, 15500 compared to Joe Burrow's 15000 even on FanDuel. But the median projection is a little bit higher. His percentage chances of scoring 25 fantasy points, a little bit higher. His percentage chances of scoring under 10 fantasy points, a little bit lower. His matchup, a little bit better. His chances of being the MVP, a little bit better. And he's got about the equal shot compared to Joe Burrow, of being an optimal flex play. I just laid it out there. Matthew Stafford, compared to his quarterback counterpart, is probably the better play. Wide range of outcomes. Obviously, it's a one-game slate here, so you're certainly playing one of these quarterbacks. Stafford, to me, is the better of the two options. The team is implied for more points. He's averaged more yards per pass attempt, and he's even thrown more on average, at least over the last two games. This team in our advanced stats tool is ranked number two in the NFL in game script adjusted pass rate and number four in the NFL in game script adjusted pace of play. They play fast and they throw often. That usually means fantasy points for their quarterback. That's why Matthew Stafford comes into the optimal lineup 51 1% of the time, good enough for number two. Now, before I reveal my final play, my number one play on FanDuel for Super Bowl 56, just want to remind you guys, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel, and hit that notification bell so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you could give me, Matt Savoca, a follow on Twitter, at Draftaholic, that would be much appreciated as well. We'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor one more time, FanUp. If you haven't checked them out, now is the best time to do so. Use promo code AWESOME. You see it on the screen down below. You get 2,000 bonus points, which is the equivalent of $20 on their site used to bet. And when you sign up now, you can get $25 in extra betting credits. This is all no deposit required. So make sure to click the link in the video description below and get started on the FanUp app today. Okay, guys, let's get into my number one play on FanDuel for Super Bowl 56. And the number one play on FanDuel is, of course, Cooper Cup. Just an incredible season for Cooper Cup, and I think he finishes it off with an incredible performance here. This is actually one of the easier defensive matchups, at least on paper, for Cooper Cup that he's had this postseason. And did I mention that he's torn up the postseason in the same way that he tore up the regular season? He's actually increased his yards per reception from 13.4 during the regular season on a ridiculous 191 targets to 15.4 yards per reception. He's caught 25 of his 32 passes. He's had over 140, 140 receiving yards in two straight games. He had a 70-yard score against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And of course, that huge play from Stafford to set up the game-winning field goal to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just to get to the NFC Championship game. I don't think there's anybody on the Cincinnati side of the ball who can stop him one-on-one. -on -one. They will certainly have to bracket coverage him, but it's not like every other defense that the Rams have faced have done their best to stop Cooper Cup. There is a small chance he scores under 10 fantasy points. Our latest simulations show about a 14% chance of that happening, but a crazy 49% of our current Sims have him scoring over 25 fantasy points. We don't even see that kind of probability from a quarterback most of, most of the time. A 21.7 median projection absolutely justifies that slate-high $16,000 salary. Cooper Cup may very well end up the MVP of this game. He is my number one play 
on FanDuel. And that is gonna do it for my FanDuel edition of the Super Bowl 56 Contenders video. If you're looking for the DraftKings version or the Yahoo, they're around here somewhere on the channel. Make sure to search for them. Guys, it has been an incredible season. It has been so much fun bringing these Contenders videos to you. We will, of course, have all of the NBA, MLB, PGA, NASCAR, League of Legends, you name it. If they've got a DFS sport, we will be covering it at awesomeo.com and here on the Awesome O YouTube channel. So make sure to stick right here for every every season of your sports life. Until next time, I'm Matt Savoca. We'll see you guys later.